0: So, hi, and welcome to the ACB podcast, Setting the Standard. I'm joined here by Jeff Colley. Hi, Jeff.
1: Hi, Duncan. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, listen, no worries. Thanks for coming on. We just wanted to chew the fat, have uh, some discussion before we've got Toby uh, talking to Andy uh, later on, which will play you. But we just thought we'd have a quick five minute chat just now just to introduce what we're doing and the work that we're doing between the ACB and Pacifies Magazine.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, very, very, um happy to be working with the AECB and you know um you know as well of course Duncan that I mean it's it's really thanks to the AECB that our magazine uh kind of exists in its current form and certainly the reason why it's why it's in the UK market as well you know uh because because of Andy contact Andy Simmons the CEO contacting me all those years ago so we value the relationship um and the kind of uh the honest broker approach I think that 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 the AECB take uh to to sustainability yeah. this this um you know this approach of um Probably not being ideologues um i'm being you yeah. know uh, very self-doubting <laughs> you know like uh, which, which i think is a very healthy <laughs> thing to, you know i don't i don't mean to kind of think yourself into a in, in into a corner um but to to actually be constantly querying your your assumptions and testing testing it testing what you think you know against uh, against yeah. uh you know actual evidence you know how buildings actually work you know
0: there's a pragmatism, isn't there? I think Andy and I, uh, I think we'd like to be viewed that way. There's a pragmatism and an understanding that, well, there's an understanding we don't know everything that we learn and that there's a, there's a process of how we get through that learning. And I think that's the work that Andy's doing uh, in the standard just now, which is really quite quite exciting. Um, so, yeah, and I think the relationship we have with you, I mean, the, ma- the magazine is brilliant. And we had, before I joined the ACB, we, had, we, we, we were friends and, and we... Um, and, and I was a subscriber to the magazine, but it is exceptionally good. The content and there is, is excellent. So if anyone's listening who isn't an ECB member or a Passivise Plus um, subscriber, then you know uh, you should definitely look at, at, at becoming either a, a subscriber to, to to both. But what what have you been doing? I mean, this this week has been a crazy week, hasn't it? We've, we've seen. I mean, I I was saying to Andy, we've had this. On the one hand, it's really lovely to sit out and have a nice bit of weather up here. On the other hand, you look at the TV and you think this is just insane. I'm looking at temperatures of. 42 degrees in Birmingham, we're looking at fires in London, you know, the yeah. world seems to have gone mad, and it's very concerning where we're at, you know, Scott McCauley has been talking about, you know, stop talking about climate change, we're in a climate catastrophe, um, and it's difficult to really, and, and, you know, that might have been, you know, two years ago, um, derided in, 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 in media, but now you think to say, oh, you know, I think we probably are.
1: Well, that's it. And um, I saw a while ago there's a different terms being used all the time for this. Uh, uh, Professor Fionn Stevenson uh, mm. using the term because we, we in the magazine a while ago changed from to using the term climate change to climate emergency. Um, mm. But Fion made the point recently that climate collapse is probably a more yeah. accurate term because emergency yeah. kind of implies that yeah. you know that we that, that we, can, we can act and, and completely stop it, um, yeah. you know, and fix it, and. I don't know if that's a fair characterization uh of, of I mean yeah. I don't want to be bleak you know um and 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 uh, we absolutely yeah. shouldn't give up hope there you know it's a question of uh, the, the actions we take now can have a profoundly important impact for the you know uh, uh to 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 stop things getting much worse um yeah. and, to, and to make more whatever but i think the phase we're in now and i think that um you know this past week or, or so is kind of uh the, the the weather that we had um earlier this week when we when were recording this this podcast at the end of the, the the week of the kind of the heat wave um uh it's a good example or it's brought home really the fact that we, we're no mm-hmm. longer talking about either climate mitigation climate change mitigation or uh adaptation it's got yeah. to be both we have to do both, and that is a yeah. really, really tight corner actually. So we've got to find yeah. ways. This is the, this is the quandary practically that the whole industry ne- needs to think about, and we all need to think in our personal lives too. Which, um, mm. you know, and in terms of our uh, advocacy work and so on, is uh, it's not just a question of of making decisions now that will uh, reduce. Uh, carbon um in the future we've got to we've got to do it in a way that minim that minimizes the kind of the amount that we that, that we belch into the atmosphere and so doing And mm-hmm. um, we've got to do it in a way that uh that takes account of uh, of the the increased stresses uh that yeah. uh, the climate change that's already locked in is going to present for yeah. f- uh, f- for our civilization
0: yeah and you and, and on that you know you we had discussed the book that is it Sophie Pelsmaker has 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 out, which I think you're interviewing her for the magazine, which I think is which is great because she's got a book out. Uh, I think it's like the first of August. I've pre-ordered it on a, on a more reputable uh, website than Amazon. Um, of course, free, free choice are you use, uh, um, but um, you know you get interviewed with Sophie, and I think that's a really interesting book. It's about there's design, it designing for the climate emergency, designing for sustainability, or designing for the climate for the, emergency.
1: For the climate emergency, yeah. For the climate yeah.
0: emergency, yeah. And, and I think I think that couldn't be more apt given what's what's been going on this week. I've seen lots of seen lots of people on social media who've made sort of rudimentary shutters and curtains to try and and, and sort of mitigate the worst effects of the heat. You know, we've we've regularly seen temperatures 25, 28 degrees indoors overnight, just you yeah. know really, really poor conditions for for, for humans who are trying to sleep. And um I think that book is so well timed given you know, given how we have to look at design. And so often, you know, I see new build um that's that's been built locally, there doesn't seem to be any uh, uh, consideration at all about some of the measures that we may have to put in place in five, ten, fifteen years' time.
1: Well, you know what? Um, and I, I don't want to embarrass anyone with this, but um this this really for me summed up the extent of, of the problem and 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 of the lack of consideration about about overheating and about the risk with heat waves. Yeah. A few years ago, it was probably getting on for ten years ago now, um the Environmental Protection Agency in Ireland uh, commissioned a study called Coco Adapt. Um, and it was about um uh, a it was a study involving a, a number of different academics and stakeholders to look at uh the impacts of climate change on on Irish uh, I, I, uh on Ireland you know the the whether economically um on di- the different sectors uh from you know from from construction to agriculture and so on right um and um it didn't when it came to construction but came to buildings they did talk about stuff like you know the increased risk of more um, horizontal rain um, which is already a kind of a big issue in Ireland anyway but um yeah. but there was no reference to overheating yeah and that kind of shocked yeah, yeah. me at the time um yeah and um, you know so so I just I feel like it's an issue that that pe- people really haven't faced mm. up to haven't recognized uh, that, uh, that that there are Real risks here, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's critical yeah. uh, in our in our understanding of how we approach design of low energy buildings that we uh, that we interrogate the assumptions that we have. Um, you yeah. know, we get away from some of the some some of the untested old school ideas about um, just optim- you know maximizing passive solar gain, for instance. Um, yeah. And uh, and and you know we we may even need to be looking at at, at a, in some instances in some parts of the UK active cooling may become yeah. requ- a requirement yeah. to some extent, but we can we can any of these things we can we can uh, we can minimize the reliance upon them or maybe do away with the need for them um yeah. through getting the design right and getting the basics of you know form orientation airtightness, tightness yes. high levels of insulation um and then and then a the mechanical ventilation and the ability to 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 stack ventilate to purge to ventilate and so on uh, when required you know um so it, it, it is critical i would add one immediate little little issue a little um warning which um i think a lot of people certainly acb members should be aware of um There have been some reports uh, in the aftermath of this heat wave, completely uh, um, unsurprising reports of uh, people people putting up internal blinds, blackout blinds and so on, um, and windows cracking. So uh, the stress wow. you're, you're, you can be placing yeah. on uh, on your on your window uh, by having uh, a yeah. surface that uh, that either absorbs heat or reflects yeah. it back into the window, it it, um, wow. you can get extreme temperatures there. Um, and huge stress is placed on buildings, so um, yeah, it's not always going to be possible to do external external shading. Yeah. But if we can do external, it is absolutely what we should be trying to do. Um, absolutely, and, you know, um, and, and there are fundamental questions there for planners. In fact, as well, we need to, we yeah, think, you know, there's a need to think about about uh, about planning rules uh, yeah. to to enable uh, 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 protection against uh, these kinds of conditions.
0: Yeah, that's a good, very good point in terms of the planning uh, and, and, and just incredible that we're now talking about you know such high temperatures that we're officially having gla- 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 glazing crap. And what I would say is this podcast is different. You and I, Jeff, we we, we we co-host another podcast. But I think the point of the ACB and Passive House uh, Plus magazine podcast is this is unashamedly more technical, unashamedly a, a deeper dive, I think. And some of the things that we, that we want to look at, and, and where is the zero ambitions um, podcast is a broad church for lots of different elements, including sort of district heating and so on. I mean, but I think what we want to focus on with this podcast is some of the more technical, some of the more comprehensive questions and, and indeed answers we need to some of the uh, the issues we're designing and, and detailing just now. So unashamedly, much more to, much more technical. Hopefully, Jeff will join us, um, and, as well as Andy and, and some of the future podcasts. So we, we've got people, you know, lined up. Obviously, Tony, uh, Toby, sorry, um, and, and the conversation with Andy. However, what, what we do have, Jeff. Um, having said that, we want to interview or talk to the Ecology Building Society. They've they've brought out a. A mortgage rate, um, specific mortgage rate for um, low energy buildings, um, passive house in particular, which we'll, we'll put on the, the the chat and the podcast. So lots of stuff to come over the coming uh, weeks and months, and hope that that, that Jeff um, can join us more. We've got the ACB conference happening at the end of September 30th, I think. So well, again, we'll put some information in the website and in the, the chat on on this. But Jeff, what's what's going on in the magazine? You've got a Have you not got released in the next day or
1: so? Oh, it'll be a few days. Uh, Yeah, I've a long weekend ahead of me. We're recording this on a Friday, Um, so we've got uh, some great case studies. The first case study we've done in 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 years, if not ever, on a project Mm -hmm. that's not yet been built, um, which is um, uh, York, the City of York Council's um, uh, plans to build uh, net zero operational carbon. Passive houses, six hundred of them wow. um, in York, and with, I mean, it's just an extraordinary scheme go- going through yeah. uh, the the the, like the densities they're building at, and yet yeah. with the provision of of, of public space, um, yeah. the quality public space, the biodiversity kind of enrichment that they're the, 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 that they're yeah. adding to the development, the consideration for getting people out of cars, getting you know uh, cycling yeah. and walkability. Yes and so on. It's just so well-rounded. And to top it off, they've got, they've only gone and got a bleeding Sterling prize winning uh, architect, <laughs> yes. uh, Mikael Riches um, yeah, sure uh, yeah. to, to, to design it. So it's kind of a, uh, uh, it's another kind of iteration or, or uh, uh, of uh, I would say of, of uh, there certainly are similarities between what they, what they did at Goldsmith Street for the Sterling prize, you know, the passive house so, uh, mm-hmm. social housing scheme, um, and uh and these schemes so it, uh, yeah we've got that and we've got um uh we see uh, two irish case studies uh, um uh um, what's what is the english we have one in english as bill's case study as well which uh completely escapes my escapes my brain right now and there's an amazing uh, story of this company called um and new a new. um uh, venture called we build eco which is a collaboration ah. between um, between a number of different suppliers to make uh flat pack uh mm-hmm. naturally insulated uh tim- timber buildings um, and awesome. we got kind of a early access uh there, there's that 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 yeah. uh initiative that that collaboration has just really launched um uh, t- t- in, into uh, into what they're doing. So yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of meat in this one. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. The other UK project was um, how could I forget St Sidwell's Point, which is um, oh, yeah. the the first yeah. uh, Passive House swimming pool in the UK, and yeah. I think the largest uh, Passive house swimming pool in the leisure centre in the UK. Yeah. Very very interesting project uh, in that. Um, uh, you have very different requirements for a building like that than you would f- uh, for, for for a dwelling, obviously. And yeah. you've got very high temperatures that you've got to maintain around the pool, yeah. uh, to uh, in order yeah, yeah, to stop, yeah. I guess, evaporation of the you know the heat and whatever from from, from, the, from the pool, you know. Um, sure, so, that's, so, yeah. that's
0: down in, that's down in Exeter, isn't it? I mean, Exeter have been doing some amazing stuff around pastures in oh. the last you know ten years or so. I mean, oh no, yeah, Emma, hey, Emma just,
1: Robinson, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah,
0: you're right, Emma, Emma,
1: yeah. So she's she's think- the force of nature.
0: Um, Incredible and,
1: stuff. Yeah, and it's working. In that case, uh, one of the takeaways from the article, I think, was that, um, that you see, leisure centres with the the energy crisis that we have at the moment are under mm. huge pressure uh, to, to yeah, stay of course. Um, their energy bills tend to be enormous so um they i I can't remember the exact figures but their their total energy use and of course it's not like a a, you know a passive house uh dwelling where you're comparing space heating use to to that of a normal dwelling and you're 80 to 90 percent whatever lower Uh, in this case uh you're going to have a higher thermal requirement and 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 even the space heating requirement itself is going to be uh only a fraction of the total especially taking into account the requirement to to have water that's not gonna freeze people to death in the in the pool itself, you know. Um and then you've got the showers yeah, and else. Yeah. Um but it was a fraction yeah. uh of of uh the energy use uh, I think it was wow. a third or so of the energy use, between a third and a half the uh, of, of the energy use of, of a of a regular new build uh, leisure center, um taking account of all energy use, you know. Um oh,
0: yeah. so that's really and and Michael just coming back to your point about York City York Council, Michael Jones is he's like, we're talking about force of nature and I spoke to Michael last year a couple of times, and and
1: we had him on the podcast on zero yeah, Sure, so
0: we did. So so we did, and and his understanding. I think you mentioned there about biodiversity and and what his understanding about place shaping, and and sometimes we use that context in UK housing um, without a lot of substance behind it, but that place shaping about. Ability and York is if anyone knows York, it's a particularly pressured area in terms of the constraints they have for um, space and, and 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 location. And the stuff that he was doing around, um, um, you know, true net zero, true operational um, uh, carbon. is just f- fantastic. I was really impressed by by him and. and uh,
1: you know, the, the, yeah. I mean, the, the, it's yeah, like uh, it's that, not that, like cause I, 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 I spun, spun off a few different things there that they, that they were doing, and you know, uh, you could easily without uh, if you don't look at the details you could, you could you could have the whiff of the kind of checklist approach to sustainability yeah. that, have, uh, that we had in the past with some certification yeah. schemes um you know you get your, your points for your composting bins so you don't need to yeah. you don't need to do as much on the fabric or whatever you know um um, yeah. uh, um but that's not uh, what, what it reflects in this case i suppose is the sense that you know they didn't just want to build a pacifist scheme and feel that we've got our badge for that and that's it they mm. they uh they were thinking really thoroughly mm about sustainability not just yes. environmentally but from a social perspective as as well and thinking about the historic context of of what is a historic city um, yeah. and uh, and and to get the you know really good densities that they did in uh, without going high rise, just like Goldsmith Street, they got, I mean, extraordinary yeah. densities. You know, that, that's really really important as well because it, you know, it, it, um, when, once you start going higher rise, you have other consequences. You know, the embodied carbon, for instance, tends to go through the roof, you know. Um, yeah, great. so yeah, it's great it was it was it was a pleasure to 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 uh, to that one, I can say, yeah. Hopefully, it's a pleasure to read. Yeah, I
0: yeah, we'll look forward to reading it. So, we've got lot on and um. We'll put some links in the, I see the chat and the and the podcast, um, uh, and, and the podcast put some links in for the various different things. As 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 usual, if you're an ACB uh, subscriber, you will get a subscription to or ACB member, sorry, you will get a subscription to Jeff's Passive House Plus magazine, and it's worth it's worth it on its own. Certainly, it's a great great read. So we're just going to uh, listen to Toby just now and see what he has to say with with Andy. So listen, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.